You're listening to What the Dev, the weekly podcast of ST Times. And now, here's Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of ST Times. Yes, hi everyone, Dave Rubenstein here, and welcome to another very interesting What the Dev podcast. All right, Shalesh Kumar, Senior Vice President of Engineering and Head of Technology at uh, ClickUp, which is a project management tool provider. Thanks for your time today, Shalesh, I really appreciate it. Thanks, David. Let me just start by asking you uh, about ClickUp and what you folks provide. So at ClickUp, we provide all-in-one productivity platform where all of your work can come in one place. We have docs, uh, tasks, whiteboard, chats, and a lot of things which helps you be more productive. So in, in today's, if you look at, to look at today's software world or today's any business, right, there's a lot of fragmentation of software. It means that you, have, you know, look at what you work on today. You have many different softwares to do different things. And it's becoming a nightmare to just keep a track of who pinged me where or where my de- where my notes are or where my tasks are, where my documents are, where my meeting notes are. And it becomes difficult in today's environment as we are you know, in fast-paced environment to keep track of all those things. Mm-hmm. That's why ClickUp comes, in, comes very, very well. We are all in one productivity and work management platform where all of your work comes at one place and you're able to see, manage, uh, you know, collaborate with others in one platform. So you can you can go from a doc to a document to a whiteboard, start you know discussing and collaborating with someone else on a you know brainstorming on a whiteboard. Come back to documents, assign tasks to each other. Then hey, can you do this? And I I do X, Y, or Z, and then follow up. All of mm-hmm. that on the same platform. If you have to do this on other platforms, you have to go to at least like four or five different softwares. And it makes managing those softwares very difficult. So that's where ClickUp has been extremely popular, uh, extremely successful with that mm-hmm. uh, with that model. That's uh, that's excellent. So of course, uh, by you guys providing uh, this project management platform uh, that brings all these things in, so you obviously when you go to see your clients, you're seeing firsthand uh, the issues that people have been talking about for a long time that people work in silos and they're not collaborating, communicating, things of that nature. It's funny, I've been hearing for years that people want to just break down silos and yet they seem unable to do it because there must be something good about silos or they wouldn't exist. So where are, where are we at with that? Is, is that the step organizations need to take to just get everybody involved in everything or should certain groups only own certain parts of the projects or what is your view on that? So I think I'll give you in full context. I was talking to someone yesterday, and I told him that if you put a binder on a horse, the horse runs very fast, but the horse does not know where it's running. So there is a there is the organization. A lot of organizations feel that if you put you know if you put guardrails and put silos, that team will run very fast because you know there's no distraction. You're not you don't have to collaborate with people. You don't have to have you know your decisions don't need to be to don't need to go and get vetted. Right. However, if they might be running in different direction, but so individual teams might be running fast, but overall, if you think of it as a business, the business might not be making as much as forward progress. So that is something that the organizations will have to do. Now, that doesn't mean that you remove silos and you know you everyone collaborates on everything. Mm-hmm. I think there has to be def- defined roles and responsibilities. So as to say, and it comes from the top. You set a good business mission. Okay, you set your mission. You set your top level objectives. And then you enable your teams to run fast, aligning with their top-level objectives, and enable them and empower them so that they can take their own decisions. If every decision needs to get 
take, taken by everyone in the entire organization, we will come to a the organization will come to a grinding halt. It will mm -hmm. not progress. So that's where there is a mixed balance here, where you mm -hmm. have to give them their own lane, but make sure that all the lanes are aligned. Right. Well, that's certainly a good point. So one of the things we've seen in the industry, of course, is over the last, I'm going to go five years, but it's probably been longer. You know, for, for years, people have been talking about DevOps and shifting left and moving quickly. And it all was very pie in the sky, very theoretical. Now, I would say for the last five years, we're seeing the pain that organizations are having in trying to implement a lot of these things that they've been told that they need to do. Uh, and part of that uh, has created what we're seeing and and the media is calling this great resignation of people leaving their jobs and, and heading elsewhere. So, uh, you know, looking at it from a project management perspective uh, and, you know, it's, it's tough for project managers to protect their people while in the meantime, putting a whole lot more on them than they used to have. So I think that's why we're seeing a lot of this movement. But I'm, I'm curious, what can organizations do to either retain uh, great talent or, or find the great talent and bring them in uh, and hang on to it? So one thing is, one thing, and one thing that has helped at ClickUp, and which I firmly believe in, you have to have aligned mission. Without the mission, you will not be able to retain, hire one, hire or retain developers or engineers. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. the first thing we do is in, for us to hire great people, we make sure that our mission is very well understood. Anyone coming in, in the organization clearly understands their role and what they're coming and how their role will be impactful to the mission. Everyone, like if you look at today's today's technology industry or technology world, candidates are, or engineers are very picky and they have to find value. Like they have to be aligned with the values of the company. They have to be aligned with the mission of the company. Right. And they are looking for that. And I actually do encourage everyone to look for that because that's what will give you joy. If you're just looking for a job, there are plenty of them out there. Let's just make sure that you're aligned with the mission and values because that's what will give you joy. Mm -hmm. Think of it. We are spending like eight, nine hours a day on a job. It, it has to be meaningful and it has to be aligned with your values. So mm -hmm. that's something that we focus heavily on. We want to make sure that we're hiring people. We, have, we focus on culture fit. Make sure that they come in and they're aligned with the mission, aligned with our values. And then we we just let them run. We don't get in their way. We mm. let them run. We go from there. Right. Uh, and as long as we have a clear objective defined at the top, I think we are seeing a lot of great success. Yeah. In retaining people uh, and letting them just run from there. Mm -hmm. Do you find that this need for meaningful work, uh, you know, and and something that people can really sink their teeth in, is that something that's kind of been brought about by the next generation of workers coming into the workforce? Because uh, I can recall back in my day when I was, you know, the age of millennials now, you know, you were thankful to get a job and you, you know, hung on to it as best that you can. And, you know, that's why some people worked at companies 20, 30, 40 years, you know, got the gold watch at the end. Uh, but that doesn't seem to be enough for this next generation. So is it really more about the organizations morphing to accommodate that as opposed to, you know, setting their mission and, and what have you, and, and then trying to, you know, get people to fit into that? I mean, how do they, how do you match them up is, is the question I guess I'm asking. I think it's probably a little bit on the both sides, but I, it, you're right that it's the next generation. And given that there is, they're finding purpose in life. You know, mm. They're finding, how do I just spending so much time at work? How do I make sure that it's aligned with the values? And also there are plenty of jobs. So it's always, you know, if there, there's a scarcity of jobs, 
that would have been a different situation That's but true. there's plenty out there so right. you if you're picking if you got your picks then you're going to align at least you'd want to it to align with values your values as much as possible right the other part is that i think organization also are realizing that if everyone in the organization is aligned with the mission and values the organization the output of the organization is significantly higher right so earlier when you have like a very top down approach it gave it gave a lot of output but i think the creativity was lost somewhere and a lot of organizations are seeing that if you want to enable and foster creativity like build new softwares from the ground up like letting letting people think on their own and let mm-hmm. them build things which are not invented yet you have to give them space and give them that creativity but put the guardrails on it to make sure that yes. they go you know yeah. off the rails so to speak yeah so if you, and if you look at it in the software industry a lot of great software including like things like google maps which changed the navigation industry and many others they were just they were very grounds up there was no mandate from the top that we are going to disrupt this industry they like like someone went out and said you know what this might be a cool idea right. that idea became became a product and an industry on its own sure well you know when you're google you have you know access to you know so much resources human resources yeah. and developers that you know you can have five teams go off and go invent something and you know it doesn't hurt the business you know most companies aren't that well uh, endowed so to speak uh in that they have limited resources and you know it makes it hard to say to a group yeah just go off and 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 do something be innovative because we just need you to grind through this so we can get a product out the door so it, it it's it seems to me that those are the kinds of companies that people would be more inclined to leave than a bigger company where they could perhaps have a little bit more freedom it depends because in smaller companies your impact is also very very large you have an outsized impact in a smaller company you can see your impact very clearly whereas in companies Absolutely. like google microsoft and amazon uh it is difficult for you to see your exact impact on the overall business so there's always a there's always a balance it, it goes back to what you're looking for um and every phase of life i've seen people the exact same people look mm-hmm. for different things in different phases of their life right and it's completely all right you know every mm-hmm. every 5 years we all change our priorities we all change our uh, what we want to focus on in life you know so that's for sure yeah, yeah. no i i i certainly see that in our industry where you know uh, i i know my, my own self personally uh started out in a very small newspaper back many many years ago uh but one of the things that appealed to me is not only could i report out stories but they gave me a camera so i could go take pictures they taught me how to develop film in a dark room and and create create images i was doing editing i was doing headline writing especially everything that there was to do i got to experience so it helped me in my career decide oh well i think i want to go in this direction because i've tried it now and it feels good where in a larger company as you said very often you're pigeonholed and you they you know you do one thing and one thing only because they have a million people doing everything else so so i think and it's the same probably holding true in in tech exactly and you, that's why you see a lot of new new grads fresh grads and people who are early in their careers trying to try out different startups because they can get to experience many things they get to wear many hats in the same in, even in the company you get to wear so many hats like the one you're talking about that you get to experience all aspects and learn from it right. because in a very large organization you are your 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 scope is limited and you don't get to experience and learn many things and the end of it we are all gathering experiences like when i interview people 
I don't look at the number of years of number of years they have. I look at the experiences they've gathered, sure. and that's because that's what we value. Right. So for these smaller companies that you know are, are trying to bring in talent and 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 grow their companies, obviously. So you know what can leadership in those kind of organizations do to to grow the organization and and how do they set their priorities? So two things I will parse them out. One is in terms of growing the organization. The one of the one of the things I believe in is walk crawl run, crawl walk run. Mm-hmm. Uh, the organizations need to have a good fundamentals. And do you have your objectives clear? Do you have your mission clear? Is your organization set up for scale? A lot of people just jump jump into scaling the organization without having the the structure to support that scale. Right. Like, do you have the right onboarding process? Is is the code separation there so that people can come and are not stepping on each other while writing a lot of code? Right. So once you have those things set up and you have a good structure in mind, that's when you try to scale. Right. In terms of scaling organizations, there are many ways we we try to find candidates, not just through regular LinkedIn profiles, but also go to you know get repositories, uh, go to go to open source libraries and look at the top contributors of the open source libraries. We look at our user base and see who are the people most excited about ClickUp and see if they would want to join us. So there are many creative things we do to try, try to get people who are very excited about our mission and get them on board. So that's the, that's the part of how do you grow your organization. But again, I'll start with caution. Let's make everyone, all, every leader should make sure that they have the right structure in place before they scale the organization. Mm-hmm. And now in the terms of the prioritization, I am very big on prioritization. Anytime I see a list, I always assume it's prioritized anytime, mm-hmm. because that's just inbuilt in me. If you don't have great prioritization, it's very difficult for organizations to move forward. Otherwise, you'll, you'll thrash on many things. So the companies, organizations, and especially fast-paced organizations need to have their priorities clear because most of the startups and most of the companies at our stage, they want to do a million things. There are many, many things and many, many products you want to build. You have to be very clear on what is your priority so that your top priorities always get done. And you know, bottom priorities may or may not get done. And at the end of it, you feel okay about it that yes, that seems right for the business. If you don't set the priority right, it might happen that none of them get none of them get done completely and you end up regretting that that's probably not the right decision. So that's prioritization is key as the missions as the company sets their objective and sets their uh, sets their OKRs. Mm-hmm. Right. So just uh, I, I just want to circle back for some final thoughts here as we're uh, getting up to time. Uh, you know, talking about softwares, uh, software developers, uh, you know, not living in silos. Uh, and and you know, I, I I feel like I was hearing two different things. It's like, yeah, it's okay, let them do their thing, but you know, at, at some point they need to have a, a vision of where the whole organization is going. So, yeah. it, so it, it's okay for them to be in a, sil- in a silo to do the development as long as they know that what they're doing is part of the grander scheme of the organization. Or is this a thing where, no, we have to tear down the walls? No, no, I think it's okay. It's okay for them to have their own lane because that's where code separation and it helps you run fast. But as long as it's aligned with the company's mission, as long as long as it's aligned with the priorities that the companies have set, that's very, very important. The teams need to set, because that's where the teams will run fast, that you have their own lane, they have their own services, they have their own, uh, you know, they have their own pipeline in terms of check-ins. 
it helps them move fast without stepping on each other. As long as that lane that you've assigned is aligned with the company's mission, it works very well. So that's where company's mission, make sure every team is aligned with what they're working on and just let them run fast. That's something that has worked very well at, at ClickUp. All right. And uh, thanks for listening, folks. As always, I'm Dave Rubenstein, Editor-in-Chief of SD Times. So long for now.